sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. You don't have the same imprint. Don't get mad at me, brother. I have confidence in myself. You got confidence in Daddy Phantom. Look, look, when I say I got so many pictures, I, I, I don't post because I don't want to hurt niggas' feelings. Because um, cause niggas get mad when they see that they bitch like my picture and they think I'm, bitch, I ain't mad at that shit. For sure, for sure. Nigga, I ain't raping that bitch. <laughs> if they want it, they can come get it, huh? You can come get it. <laughs> I say look at prison. I'm not going to wear a nigga, bitch. What the fuck you mean? Now, whatever you do with your life is on you. For sure. Nigga, don't come up. Nigga, look here, bro. Don't you bring your motherfucking little dust on my porch, bro. Because I'm going to sweep your ass right off this motherfucker. I'm going to tell your ass a new one. Daddy, can I say I started my podcast while you was talking your shit? Because it was great. I looked over. I I saw the eyes cut. I I saw your eyes cut. I said, this motherfucker ain't shit. (laughs) You ain't shit to a toilet. I'm not. You ain't shit to a toilet, LLC. <laughs> Welcome back, you guys. I wanted to start back with some Daddy Phantom shit because he's back in this bitch today. Well, tonight, today, however, this is. Well, yeah, it'll be put out tonight, but it's today while I record. In the moment. Yeah, in the moment. But yes, you guys, welcome back to Tales of a Freak coming from the dungeon. It is your girl, Satina, and I have Danny Carlos. Carlos. <laughs> Fuck you in there, Andrew. Johnson <laughs> Jr. in the dungeon today. What it do, Danny? What it do and what it does. Um, thank you for having me back again. Um, here to drop some knowledge and give some um, good advice. And hopefully you all are ready for it because... I've prepared a wonderful piece. He really has. Like, me and Daddy been bouncing off ideas all day today, honestly. I I really be appreciated. (laughs) Danny and his work. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of. I know, right? But so, the tale is... Well, truth be told, before I even really get into the tale and the topic... I want to talk about all the dick pics, celebrity dick pics that's been dropping. So, um, Nelly dropped one, and then it was Lil Fizz, and then um, the baby dropped one. The baby, the baby, yeah, he dropped one. And out of the three that was dropped, they always say, you got to say the best for last, huh? So, yeah, um, if we're judging dicks, I mean, but honestly, truth be told, Nelly's dick, it was just small. Like, who knows? He could actually work that little motherfucker. So, <laughs> and the bitch that was giving him head, uh, she could have been, well, she was being cute. Like, she damn near knew he was going to post that shit, and she was just being cute. Like, let's be honest, it probably was nothing just truly like, oh, my God, I just posted this, this Shit was probably planned. Yeah, if her makeup wasn't messed up, she wasn't giving head. Exactly. So this shit was kind of planned here. And, I mean, it was small. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It was small. But I've even said on my podcast where I had a small dude. He had on a Magnum. But he was moving that little motherfucker. And it was, it was really a good time. It really was. <laughs> even fucking though the condom got stuck in me. Still, I got it out. No issues, we're good, clearly. But yeah, it was it was a good time. I mean, to each his own, but it was pretty whack if you was gonna put a sex tape out and you a celebrity, I would say. <laughs> and even Lil Fizz, I'm like, bro, you should at least have somebody sucking it or doing something because you was just jacking little mini mushroom off. And I said that. I literally called it that when I said it. So, I was like, yeah, his was a little deformed, but, you know, some people like it. Some people like it. Some people probably got off, but I I wasn't. And from the people, well, the women that responded from what I posted, they didn't too much care for it or like it neither and was truly questioning what Ashanti was stuck on. So, I'm two inches on, honey. Well, no, that was Lil Fizz. It was April. My bad. I'm a little tipsy. Take a shot. Oh, you ain't took that shot. I, oh, no, I didn't. I guess I'm going to take it. 
I guess I better take the arrow. But yeah, April. So I mean, April left for Mario to be with this. But yeah, so dick pics. His tongue probably longer than dick. I would hope something was made right with that situation. I really fucking, I really fucking do, but. Yeah, and then last but not least, the baby. I mean, he may be the biggest dickhead in the world, but I mean, his dick was long and curved, and we all like a Captain Hook, do we not? <laughs> do we not like a Captain Hook, ladies? It hits the G spot right on time, right when you need it, especially if it's doing it. Oh, so right, like. Question, question. Answer. Mm, I'm just curious because I mm-hmm. know the ladies' perspective. Ladies, please chime in. Um, Slide in his DMs and let him know. <laughs> hook left or hook up or you know what I'm saying? Like what? What, what direction <laughs> sets y'all off? Hmm. Well, for me, and the first hook I had ever had that got me hooked, it was what way is that? That's the left, right? Left. Yeah, it was the left. His what hand was- is it? Is it right handed? Honestly, I don't even, I don't like this nigga no more, so I don't remember those details. Okay. But, yeah, it was to the left. It really was. It really was. I guess it's just how the female is formed in her anatomy, mm-hmm. how she would like it at that point. But, yeah, his was to the left, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm squirting. And he was like, you're squirting. I was like, we're both experiencing this. But, yeah. But, yeah, everybody like a Captain Hook. Okay, I was just curious, you know, because, you know, um, some point different ways. True, so true. That is true. And like you said, like, they can be small as hell, but they got that certain little angle on that motherfucker and just hit that little spot. And it's just what you need. (laughs) You know, it it gets y'all. Man, like, different (laughs) anatomy, different strokes for different folks, people. All right, you guys, so the tail, cutting the team, it goes like this. Um, one dark and stormy night, um, the Q in Alabama hit me up. He was like, yo, I'm in Nashville and I'm here till Wednesday. I was like, okay, cool. I was already in the bed and I was in my, like, you know, I'm finna go to sleep at some point mode. So I put it on something that I'm finna go to sleep to. So he hits me up. So I'm like, okay, cool. You know, we could make something happen. Even though I'm in my in a sleep mode, you know, we could definitely make something happen because I like you enough to do that. And we've talked, I would say enough in my mind <laughs> for it to kind of be like, okay, you know what I'm here for. And, you know, I may like you a little bit, but we can create a vibe and make some shit shake after that. So I'm like, okay, great. He's coming over, supposedly. So, I'm watching, you know, the little TV show that I put on to go to sleep to, and I go to sleep. Like, like I said, I was in my go-to-sleep mode, and I jump up in the morning. I was like, damn, did he call? Did he text? I was like, fuck, did I miss him? I was like, fuck, Jones, you went to sleep. You should have just got up and did something. I look at the phone, not a call, not a text. I was like... Okay, he just never motherfucking planned to come. Cool, I'm happy I did take my ass to sleep and do what I needed to do for myself, which was go the fuck to sleep because I was all fucking work. I was like, okay, cool, you know, I needed that. But I was like, damn. Um, And then he texted me later that day and was like, <clears throat> yeah, my bad, Um, I fell asleep on the couch. I was like, that's cool, it happens. And then I blocked him. And then I was like, it's cool, I'm... Cut off the team. Even though the only reason I really put him on was because I wanted to have sex with him. I can't lie. And even though, honestly, I will say it kind of contradicts what I said on my last one, which was, you know, fucking with people who could fuck with me how I needed to be fucked with. I was just like, I kind of like him and who knows? It could grow to something. I was willing to see. But I was just like, I ain't really willing to see. This ain't really what I need to be fucking with anyway. So I was like, bro, just leave it where it's at, which was nowhere. So I was like, okay, Jones, just block them and get rid of it. I was like, okay, block. Now we're down to three, which is Blake, the first teacher bay, and, you know, Edward Cutland's teacher bay. So 
Every color teacher bay comes around, and honestly, you all, I've been feeling a little. My mental state has changed because of work. I would say work has really become a little more stressful than what I normally would allow for me. But yeah, it just was becoming too much, and I was just like, "Bro, I'm, I don't know." So I really was like, I really need to focus on me and figure out what I need to change to get my mental state back to what it was, or even at a cohesive state for me to just work in the environment that I work in. So I'm having my issues, and I'm really keeping to myself because that's what I do. I don't like to put my, I don't like to put my stress or my weight on anybody else. I really just like to keep to myself, try to. Give myself, like I always say, give myself the sun and water to grow. Like, I really was just like, okay, Jones, um, you're feeling kind of a little weird lately. You should really give yourself some shit this time. You really shouldn't be focusing on other people and what they got going. You should really be focusing on you right now because you, you aren't really you. So, I'm doing me right now, and... Before I even get to this point, he hits me up and was like, this was on his birthday when he hits me up, and he was like, um, what the fuck did he say to me? He was like, yeah, I'm um, off from work. I got off from work. I was like, that's cool. That's what's up. You're going to have a great birthday. He was like, yeah, um, I can leave. Yeah, but I got to leave out in the morning. I'm like, what? You trying to come to Nashville? He was like, yeah, I'm trying to come to Nashville um, and see you. I'm like, but you ain't asked me. You ain't even see if it was great with my schedule or if I, what I got going on. And considering I work nights, I need to sleep during the day just so I can stay up all night. You just trying to come up and just bombard my shit. But it was his birthday, and I was being nice, so I allowed it. My fuck up, I would say. Definitely my fuck up. So, I allowed it. We fuck. He gets his birthday nut. Great. Go about the next couple of weeks. He hits me up about trying to come down that wins, like, the next following week. I'm like, bruh. And that's when I was going through my little financial issues with rent or whatever. And I'm like, bruh, let's hold off with you coming down here because I got some shit I need to take care of. Didn't tell him what it was. He didn't really care to ask. Cool, because I wasn't really trying to tell him, honestly. So he's like, okay, whatever, you know. I told him when I come down to Memphis in February, we'll hang out then. Like, let me get over my hump, and we'll just hang out when I'm over it. So he's, um, I posted, I'm, honestly, if you're on my actual page, you will see that I actually did post that my mental health is, you know, Degrading a little bit, and I'm not really where I should be. But, yeah, so I post that, and I make it known. And I know he sees it because he even messaged me and was like, what's up, what's wrong with you? But the nigga didn't really care. He messaged me on my phone and was like, yo, you in the mood to, like, you know, do some little video chat? And it was like, you know, sex video chat because I do that. Like, I love to. You know, get on a video chat and, you know, show a little tit, little ass, play with myself. Like, I like to do that, especially if we not in the area, but that's ever so often. I'm not always in the mood for the shit. Like, damn, ask me. The motherfucker didn't even ask me. He was just like, yo, you down for it? I'm like, I didn't respond. I didn't respond for a motherfucking reason because I wasn't in the mood for it. Motherfucker constantly hit me up. So I say, hey, I'm not really in a social mood. Let's talk a little later. He's steady trying to hit me up, and then he hits me up about a threesome. And I was like, bruh, I know I may have said I was down, but my nigga, I'm literally nowhere near in a mental state to be with you or with anybody else having sex like that. Like, I'm in my, I'm trying to get me together right now, and you steady pushing for some shit. And you got your own shit going on, but you got a whole divorce. Shouldn't you be focusing on, you know, trying to get you together right now? Like, shouldn't your main focus be you instead of trying to fucking make some fucking fantasies happen? And I'm like, with a fucking 20-year-old, that's what's the shit that really pissed me off. I was like, okay, look. If she was 21, cool, because we could go out for drinks. But you trying to put me in a hotel room with an underage-ass chick that can't drink. 
But I'm going to come with a bottle because, you know, I like for people to, you know, be comfortable with themselves. So. What if she ain't drink? Exactly. Like, I don't know nothing of this bitch. We could have met somewhere else, but you want us in a hotel room where it's like we got to do it or it's awkward. Pretty much. I was thinking. And I'm like, bro. But no, she did drink because she, he met her at a bar that he works at. I was like, and she got a fucking fake ID. Like, no, 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 no. This is, this is not, no, this is not what I want to do. This doesn't even feel like what a 28-year-old or what a fucking 33-year-old should be fucking doing, fucking with some 20-year-old. Like, no, my nigga, no. I'm not for the VO how to catch a predator. I'm not. That's just not, <laughs> that's just not my lifestyle, fool. I'm grown, though. True, but her mindset could be different and considering the fact that he's an older man and honestly how he's treat well, how he was treating me with trying to be slick, controlling, I'm like, bro, no, I'm not this don't even feel right. None of this feels right with me. I'm good. Mm. I was like, I'm good. If it could have been a better setup then I honestly would have did it, but not right now. Like my mental state ain't even for that right now. So you feel that so Say that you would have done it if your mental state was better, or maybe do you feel that maybe you would have done it if you would have been more considerate of your feelings? Hmm, probably so because I felt like he was very inconsiderate of me the whole time and my space. Like, the motherfucker came down on his birthday when I got to work, and I'm like, I got shit to do. And you coming in fucking up my space, but I allowed it. My fuck up. Should have allowed it. Should have said, yo, you probably should do what you need to do on your birthday, but I got to go to work. Not in the mood for it. But I allowed it. I was being nice. I admit to that. But no, I was like, no. Hold on, wait a minute. Let's go ahead and. Don't dissect too much, Danny. I'm not. Okay. Let's go ahead and um, give you two snaps on acknowledging it and owning okay. what you did. Two snaps. Okay. Yeah, because I was like, yeah, don't don't say too much because it, it ain't that deep. Because like I said, well, like I'm finna say, the man cut from the team. Like, I was like, okay, I'm finna just get rid of him because you steady pushing for some shit and I got my own shit going on and I think you should have your own shit going on instead of this. But no, like, no, 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 no. I was like, okay, um, I'm doing some self shit here, and I don't think you understand how this shit goes, but I'm going to put you up on notice. You are cut from the fucking team. I was like, yep, it's only two. It's only Blake and Original Teacher Bay. And honestly, so funny, Original Teacher Bay hit me up, and it was a cooler conversation. I was like, I needed this, because I have not been talking to... Well, yeah, in my little moment, I really haven't been talking to a lot of people, but I will say I talked to, like... People who I trust to, you know, keep me somewhat steady. Like you, Danny. Keep me, you know, going forward. Like, you know, I have some of those people around. I feel like, okay, I can talk to them. I can say shit. And it was a good conversation. Like, we joked and all that shit. So I was like, okay, great. It is a safe space to, you know. Be me. Yeah. Without judgment. Yeah, even if that was a fucked up me or whatever version it is, I'm giving you me at this point and you're appreciative of it. And he was. I was like, okay, original teacher bae, you're 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 still on the team. I don't think you're gonna be cutting anytime soon, but he's showing his worth. Uh, yeah, come on now, <laughs> showing your worth. Put some work in. Oh my god! But which brings to the motherfucking topic: self love and self worth. Satina Nishians, goddamn it. In books of Satina Nishians, goddamn it, five and seventeen, because that's my motherfucking birthday and things. <laughs> know thyself and love thyself. Truly, like giving y'all some self love for Valentine's, and shout out to the people that are within people that are loved. I'm gonna get into y'all a little later, but this is for my people. 
When that, that song, what do the lonely do at Christmas? What do the lonely do? Bitch, I ain't lonely one because I'm happy with me too. Fuck a holiday. It was westernized anyway. <laughs> but so, self-love and self-worth. Daddy. What is what is your self love and self worth like? What do you? Yeah, Danny Phantom. Like, what do you feel or you know define self worth and self love? Well, the um, common denominator or the common factor in both words are self. So I tell people who I. Yes, yes, yes. Let's acknowledge that, the self. A lot of people don't acknowledge the self. And I tell people when I, when I come in contact with them, you have to find the self to find the worth. Because how can you know the value of something if you don't know what it is? And there's so much value in self if you just look within self and give self that song and water to grow. Like, jeez. Even when you feel it down, I feel like you should be times a lot of people look for look for their happiness within other people I really do feel that way and I really hate that because it really just diminished self even more mm-hmm. and a lot of people um, they don't even understand like certain characteristics of a person with high self worth or the characteristics of a person with low self worth you know Details, Danny Phantom. So if you have a higher self-worth or self-love for yourself, you have a high respect for yourself. Mm-hmm. You are confident. No one can tell you that you you aren't who you are. You know? And you understand that values and the norms may change, but you respect them. You respect how they change because you know that there is a gray area in life that you have to respect. You have to respect change and people and give them their space and their ability and their capability to grow. <laughs> that, that, that brings me on a mutual friends we was talking about today. <laughs> Uh-oh. It, it does. It brings me on a mutual friend. Yo, it was my friend as a, like, chick, but it was like, yo, you know, <laughs> little girlfriend or whatever. <laughs> On the spot. Yeah, I really did. You thought I wasn't gonna come with it if you was coming with it? I I, I, I knew you plotting. wouldn't. I was plotting. Oh shit, shit. <laughs> Two times. <laughs> but yeah, when you say, when you say after what you just said, for her to even get through everything that y'all experienced, mm-hmm. she had to really get some self worth for herself and what she did. When she did decide to have her kid, it was like, I'm going to do this for me. Like, even though I've always done shit for him and was deeply in love with him, I'm going to do this for me. Because mm-hmm. this is what I want to do. Because this is self-work for me. Yeah. Even though it was somebody else's and it wasn't yours, somebody who she was in love with. Yeah. Um, I truly commend her. But at that stage in my life, I fucking thought that she was the worst person. And I had to... um look inside and realize that I was the worst person. This is the person that I was to her for years. What? I gave I gave her this pain for years that she gave me in one night. Hell has no fury like a woman scorned. Ain't that what they say? Man. <laughs> I'm like, shit. I I'm over here, man, crying tears and man. Snotting like a baby. <laughs> I can't even hold it in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, but shout out to her, man. You know what I'm saying? Because she, she found who she was. And, and she's a beautiful butterfly now. And she's flying. You know? Respect. I love it, Daddy. I swear. Yeah. She, she definitely a butterfly. I love it. I love it. Man, I really feel like 
even on Valentine's Day, even if you are single, because it's not lonely. Um, what's that? Oh, it's a song. I can't even remember. And it's so crazy because I love music. If you really, truly know me, you know I love music. And it's always a song I got for any fucking thing. <laughs> but damn, I can't remember the song or the fucking artist. And it's so crazy. But uh, it was something she said was, I'm alone in my own company. I'm lonely, but I'm not lonely. Dan, uh, I feel like you may know this artist. Uh, I almost want to look her up right now, but whatever. But yeah, um, even for me, my self-love is really, truly, honestly, my self-love is really focusing on my goals and what I really want to do and giving me that love that I never have. And honestly, sometimes I feel like when I do that, it can honestly be a defense mechanism because, mm-hmm. you know, they say when you do be so focused on you and giving yourself that love, most of the time when you do meet other people, you don't want to put up with some of the smallest things that could be like communication skills, like mm-hmm. shit you should do. But you don't want to do it because you're just like, oh, I'm so focused on self. And it's just like, that's at that point, that's selfish. That's not really giving yourself the sun and the water to grow. And it's really being selfish and really just... Counterproductive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, sometimes I would say it do gets borderline that, but I do try to catch myself. And I feel like a lot of us who are on that self-love journey do get to that point where it's, like, it's not self-love, it's I'm being selfishness. Well, sometimes you can do that, but in some situations, you might. It could have been basic skills for you to grow and help you, but you just so shut down in one track and one side and, and got this one track of mind that you're not open to it. Mm. And I want to I wanna kind of, like, venture off well not even venture off just we're still on self-worth and we're gonna go into you know like what are things that can um determine what is self-worth you know like um because you have to take into play the mother and the father and the grandmother on both sides the maternal and the paternal so you know those family characteristics do play a strong point. That gene pool is something serious. Literally, <laughs> and how you love. Um, somebody said um, you really got to learn how somebody was brought up. If it was off survival, off love. If it was survival or love. I think it was me. Probably, and, <laughs> and was scrolling through so fucking fast. Probably you. But you really got to find out if somebody was brought up on survival or love. Because, I mean, that's two totally different things. And, mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It, it, considering, I would like to say I had both, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, my dad's side, I feel like it was really survival. And my mom's side, it was really love. And me trying to maneuver t- through the both of it and trying to figure out, I'm like, damn. That'd be the question because you're not the only one who doesn't know. Exactly. So they say, hey, this is about self-worth. But again, a lot of people don't even know what the self is. And like I said, so that brings me to how do you find the self? You say look within. So what am I looking for? You look for signs that, excuse me, you look for your strengths. Do not look for your weaknesses. Your weaknesses are already evident because those are easier to eyeball. You can eyeball somebody who is anxious and worrisome. Mm-hmm. And so it's also easy to eyeball someone who's arrogant, but they're hiding that um, they have a secret. You know, they can be overly arrogant, overly talented, but they have a secret that they don't want to tell their dad. You know what I'm saying? So it's like your self-worth can be determined by so many different things, what you go through, what whatever you deem is normal, but your parents deem is abnormal. 
like that example you gave earlier today when you was talking about uh, going to church. What was it? I can't even really remember, but it was so fucking true because I'm just like, even if I did stick to my like what I was taught, I would really go to church like every Sunday and you know, well, if that's what I believe in and honestly, I'm spiritual, but Truth be told, even though I don't feel like I have to explain myself, I'm going to explain it for some people. I'm spiritual because there's no cap on how I, on how my soul feels spiritually. So that's really why I don't really get into the whole religion thing because I feel like it's a cap on my soul spiritually. So yeah, cut back to sex <laughs> and self-love today. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, Danny like. You said that example earlier today about going to church. Um, if I wanted to live by my dad's side, well, yeah, even dad and mom's side, of the family dynamic, I would go to church every day, um, you know, pray, you know, eat the Lord's Supper every first Sunday, um, tithe, you know, the whole yeah. truth be told, black family standard well, yeah. dynamic, to be honest. And I really had to find out what worked for me and my self-worth and what I really was trying to do for me, honestly. And really figure out me. Because I swear it was so much more to it than that. How long um, did it take for you to figure out you? Honestly, I like to say I was always on this journey because considering I never really knew and I was always taught something and it was always something, considering this is my life, it was always something that I was always going to have to go through. So I was, hell, since I'm 28 years old, um, (laughs) I've been on this, you know, journey for like 20 years, you know, like it's been ever since I've been here, like been, you know, trying to figure out me. People, it really do take them a long time to really find out what really works for them and what their self-worth is and that self-love is. Self-love is. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, yeah, the lady, I can't remember her name. It was so spot on. I swear you were so on it. Well, yeah, you were so on it today, Daddy Phantom, I mm-hmm. swear. You well, were like, I think her name was, um, Klein. Yeah, Mary. No. Okay, see, like I said, mm-hmm. you were on it, Danny. I didn't know. It's definitely Melanie. See, I was in the M. There we go. But, but come on with it. So, yeah, we would like to give um the flowers to Miss Klein, Melanie Klein. Um, she came up with this theory. It was on object relations. So, basically, uh, it was foundational um, in explaining the connection between children and adults and um, the people near them, you know. Um, she stated that children internalize all the cognitive templates of the caregivers. <clears throat> and that over time, these templates become the blueprints for how the child view relationships and how um, they develop a sense of who he or she or they, however you want to identify, um, as a reflection of the people that are around them or these templates that they've created. This child is not a blank slate when it comes out because it has been learning from the mother and the adverse um, childhood experiences that the mother has unwittingly passed on to this child. You know, so thank you, Mary Klein, for um, being foundational. Man, that last name is a something, you know, because um, you can you can say, hey, you know, let's take my last name, Johnson. You know, I don't know who John is, or I don't know the first Johnson, but I am identified as a Johnson, so I take that very very seriously, and you know, I lay my life on the line for this. You know what I'm saying? Like for my last name, and everyone associated with my last name has like a tameness and you know. Like mindset. Mm-hmm. And. 
it's like, do you want to bring your child into a, what was already there, or you want to build on what you think can be positive? Oh, so ah, uh, when you find in yourself love and you really get into your emotions, do you think it defines your character and who you are? Um, I do not. I would have to disagree with that statement. Well, you asked the question. So. Yeah, I was going to say it was a question because, hell, I don't know if I agree or disagree. Yeah, because I think that um, we all have these episodes, and mm-hmm. sometimes we can um, over-exaggerate these episodes and think that, oh, this person is such and such, this person is this. No, this person just had a lapse of judgment. Mm-hmm. So your, your emotion... Or if you're feeling lonely one day, doesn't mean that, you know, you're depressed. Mm. You just feel lonely. Yeah, today. Today. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I've been there. I was like, bro, I think I'm lonely. I'm going to call him over, get that little quick fix. Okay, great. We're back in the world again. Shake it off, break it off. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, but then, like, we can even break that down to, you know, like, even levels of the brain, you know, like, are we accustomed or attuned uh, to just a certain feeling? Okay, I want to, I need me a little pick-me-up. Yeah. Certain people, they might want to, you know, use a substance, a little powdery, powdery white substance, you know. They, want, For some they need them to pick me up, and some people, they need them a little dick-me-up. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it is what it is. Oh my gosh, it, that that is very true. That's very true. But you know, um, that brings me back to like the self, and a lot of people don't understand. You know, like we have to get into how you love yourself, and if you can identify how you attach with others and detach with others. Then you can realize how you love, or you can even look even deeper, uh, or into like the family tree, how your mother and father, or how your grandfather mm-hmm. of your father yes. detached from his mother. You know what I'm saying? So like, yes. it is a yes. Have those uncomfortable conversations with your partner. It's all good to compromise, you know, because I'm all for compromise, but do not lose the essence of you or or the self. Mm-hmm. You can you can integrate the self with another, but the self still has to be the self. It has to be valued, goddamn it, to the highest extent that you value your goddamn self, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> And then, so, Whatever that is, and if you think you need more, goddamn it, do it. And uh, we're gonna look at um, attachment styles. You know, that's what I kind of brought to the table. I don't know if some of y'all are familiar with the attachment styles, but there are four of them: um, secure, anxious, avoidant, and dismissive. That's one, and avoidant and fearful. Fearful. Damn. Fearful. <laughs> Appreciate you, baby. Gotcha, brother. Gotcha. You know. Shout out to um Tequila. <laughs> Cause that bitch is on your ass and on mine too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anywho, you know, we still gonna give y'all some good knowledge and some good education. So these attachment styles. So if you are a secure individual, guess what? You um are attuned with these emotions. And you um, can trust fairly easily, you know. And, um, whenever someone upsets you, you can definitely tell them, hey, I'm upset. And not be upset with them for upsetting you. Because... How can you say that shit and be insecure with the fact that you said... Well, express how you felt mm-hmm. at that moment. And then um, you have anxious partners. 
Uh-oh, uh-oh. Um, they struggle communicating, um, you know, and they act out when they're triggered. You triggered me, so this is okay for me to, you know, call you out your name because you triggered me. Yeah. Is it okay? Okay. And uh, we have avoidant and dismissive. This is one of the most common ones that we have. Um, this this they person. They diagnosed me as a common bitch today. Let's just state that as we continue this. Okay, continue. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> the avoidant and dismissive person downplays the importance of relationships in general. Um, and they're usually um, self-reliant. And um, they can become vulnerable when there's a crisis. You know, and, um, break down and then they finally say, hey, you know what? I need help. But for so long, they was like, you know what? I don't need no help. I got this shit. I got this shit. Fuck you. <laughs> if this is your partner, understand that they have a different attachment style than you. Mm-hmm. So you have to find their attachment style so then you can mesh yours with theirs or integrate, like I said earlier. And then, yes. and then if you can't, you know, it's okay with saying, hey, baby, we can't do this. Mm-hmm. And the last one is the one that I can't say. So we need you to say it. Avoid it and fearful. Hey, I said it. You did. Look at you. Don't doubt yourself. Black man. On yeah, the yeah. So this person is um <laughs> dependent in the relationship. Um, you know, and that strongly fears rejection. Has a low self esteem mm-hmm. or self worth, you know. Those things are kinda one and the same, but they're kinda different. Mm-hmm. So we can dig deeper into that. Or you can as well, you know, do your own research and um High anxiety in the in um, relationships. High anxiety. So these are different attachment styles. I need you all to um, just look them up. And once you find the self, like like I say, you know, <laughs> don't don't focus on the problem and lose the self. That's right there. Oh my God, I am depressed. I'm so depressed. I'm so depressed, and you forget that. Damn, there's an I. Before the depressed. Focus on the eye. Break down that sentence. Everything is simple. Life can be so simple if you make it. If you make it. You create and manifest what you want in this life. Even with your sex life, people. You mm-hmm. can always do that shit. If you want it, you can get it, goddammit. Mm-hmm. Oh, and if you don't know what um, attunement is, um, that is um, making yourself aware of being... Um, whatever is around you or whatever you want to be like yourself okay I feel that I am anxious I feel that I am worrisome I feel that I am sexy I'm confident I feel that I look good and then you know like that is okay to tell yourself that hey I look good as a motherfucker come on fuck yourself in the mirror watch yourself when you play with yourself give yourself that power yeah I mean honestly Choke the chicken and nut every time. Okay? Choke the chicken, get it hard, and then let it get soft, bro. Semen retention. Okay? Stop stop losing yourself for no reason. You fucking nutting on your hand. Don't nut on your hand, nigga. Shit. Nutting the gushy. Uh, what? No. If she wants it. Procreate the earth. If she wants it, goddamn it. Ask first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Doctor Dan, I'm sure I'm gonna take your doctor away because I was gonna give it away, give it to you. Hold on, now you can't take it away. Look, I'm trying now. Because nine times out of ten, let me not even say that. Y'all say it. Speak <laughs> no. your heart. Don't bite your tongue. No, look, because I know chicks. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't told niggas that. Oh, I ain't on a pill. Just to make a nigga put on the rubber. No. But you know what I'm saying? They be on the pill like a motherfucker. I give you that. You know, so that line saying that thing. R and R. Yeah, and you know what I'm saying? And then trap a nigga. That is very true. 
So that's why I ain't want to even say it because I'm like, man, I don't want nobody to feel no way. No, honestly, I I know of a female who did it. I mean, it's if it's truth, there's no way to feel no way about that shit. It, it, it is what it is. And a yeah. lot of people can say I've experienced it. Hell, niggas trap women, women trap niggas. Like, I've seen it on both ends, honestly. But yeah. I would def- definitely speak on the man and the woman's side because I've seen it both times. The man was attached to her and knew she was a good person and really knew that she would take care of the kid and he knew he wanted to have a kid but wasn't really responsible enough to do it. But he trusts her to take care of it. So, you know, he did, you know, nutted at dinner, of course. And when she asked, he was like, no. A couple months later, I'm crazy. Okay, we can be a family. No, nigga, what? Like, I, I definitely do know that and definitely for a female to trap a guy it is not I mean it's not taboo it's not at all a lot of people won't admit but I definitely know a female she was like bro I told this nigga I was on a pill I ain't been taking my pills I was like are you serious she was like yeah I'm dead ass yeah that shit happened like facts and it's like you know it's cool and just like guys who man Put the rubber on there and slide it off when you're hitting it from the back. Nigga, come on, bro. You're a loser. Yeah, I need to You're a loser, bro. Well, I need to open my mouth. Baby, have me grown. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, bro. Like, baby, have me grown. But, yeah, you do have those suckers out there that try to play that. But it's a lot of unself-worthy motherfuckers out here to try to pull little scams. But you gotta be self-love and be on top of your shit to just really be on top of you. Like, oh, just love yourself a lot more. Give you some sun and flowers as I always say. And I mean that because, hell, like any garden they get sun, water, all that good shit. Don't you think you need it? Like, take yourself out. Do something pretty. Do it for you. Don't just do it because you got somebody around you to make you want to do it. No, really do it for you and what you self-esteem, self-worth. Give yourself that. Like, Jesus Louise. But yeah, you guys, this wasn't going to be too long, but it wound up, I guess, being kind of long. <laughs> Spread positivity. Yes. When yeah. you love yourself more, you spread that good love. So much more of it. Jeez. Even to you people out here with people. Make sure y'all do something new for Valentine's Day. Don't just do the same shit. Switch it up. Do some tricks, bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Bitch, swing from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Put on an outfit or something. Man. Yeah, show him the love that you was giving yourself before he showed up. If you was... Fucking getting your hair done, getting your nails done before he showed up, and now he doing it. Show him that shit. Same fucking respect. Do something special for him, out the box for him. He deserve it. He been loving you and giving you everything you desire and need. Give it to him. Make him feel special. Guys can. Guys are made to feel special too. You guys like they're human. <laughs> it is so okay to make them feel special. Even though I sometimes have such a hard time doing it. I'm such an advocate for it. It's just the last time I did it, I was like, line, cut. Two snaps. <laughs> Even though the last time I did it, I was lying about it. Still, I still made him feel fucking special, goddamn it. Because, I mean, he was. At the end of the day. Like, put up with your shit. You putting up with his shit. Come on now. Mm. Well. I would have to say my parting words are um, I love everyone and everyone should love themselves even the ones who don't love me. Um, I still love you and um, I want you to be the best you that you can be and understand that um, there are techniques and ways that you can increase your self-worth and um, I need you to uh, look those up or contact me. Um, Slide in the DM. You know. (laughs) The Supreme King is only one me. You know, um, ain't no underscores, none of that shit. It's me. 
you know, Dojo Life Fitness. Um, think nigga. Black therapist, black counselor. Here I am. Come on, teacher, doctor in the motherfucking dungeon. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, we are here spreading early knowledge. So, you know, this is free knowledge right now. Man, so it's going to be charged in a couple more years, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. I'm going to charge out 150 a session. <laughs> because the knowledge that I have is so well put together. And I don't want to just give it out because I don't want to be a gatekeeper because I don't give a damn about this shit. Mm-hmm. I want you all to grow. But I'm still going to charge you for it because guess what? It is a fucking experience. Yeah, it's my experience, goddamn. <laughs> Come on. It's a, it's a whole experience. So those are my parting words, and I do love y'all, and I wish everyone um, a wonderful Valentine's Day, and uh, kiss your loved ones, and I love y'all. Thank you, Danny. I'm so happy you came back on Love Day to spread some love to some people. And you guys, remember, if you need something broadcast, use my motherfucking podcast, bitch. And you can find that link on Satina Jones' Facebook page. And it will be on the Instagram page. Just look that up at the end of this because it's in the description. And it's really long and I don't want to say it. And I'm literally under the influence. But update on social life. Like I said, I cut motherfucking two from the team and it's only two left and i'd like the two that's there they're probably gonna be there for like this time because i don't even think i want to add anybody i'm just like i said trying to focus on my fucking mental health because that hell is like so bad like well it's not that bad because i'm aware of it like i'm really taking steps like i'm really being adult about it but whatever that's just it satana's being satana and she don't deal with nobody's shit but her own and other people that she likes. <laughs> if it's too much, I won't deal with it. I'm going to throw it away because I think it's too much to deal with. But any other day, I'm going for it. But you guys, stay tuned because I got some more shit coming your way. Stay freaky, little freaks. <laughs>